Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Verse 3, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. Underline this now. That brings forth its fruit in its season. That's big. That's big. Some folk have been saved 20 years, 10 years, 50 years, but the, you don't see any fruit in their lives. It's just dry, old, stale, and cranky. <laughs> that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. You don't dry up because the word keeps you fresh and refreshed. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. The Lord prospers your going in and going out. And you know what? When you do what God says do, and God begin to flourish you and bless your ministry, bless your life, bless your family, other folk, all of a sudden, sometimes even Christians get jealous of the blessings of God on your life. And you're just doing what God tells you to do. And other folk resent your blessings and can't rejoice in what God is doing in your life and ministry. Don't expect that. In other words, thank you, Holy Ghost. Don't expect everyone to rejoice with you. Believers who do the will of God. Listen to this. Believers who do the will of God by the word of God, empowered by the spirit of God, will bear much fruit in their season. Now, that's a mouthful there. I just wish I had time to just take my time. Again, Believers who do the will of God, are you doing the will of God? By the word of God, that's how you do the will of God, empowered by the spirit of God, will bear much fruit in their season. Now, listen, many saints miss their season because of spiritual regression, because of spiritual distractions, the distractions of this world, and because of loving the pleasures of this world more than doing the will of God on earth. You miss your season. There are some folk, they just work, work, work. And, uh, and so, hey, we ought to work. We ought, we ought to do all these things. But they do money, 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 go, 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 entertainment, 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 me, myself, I, fun here, fun there, cruise, cruise, cruise. I'm not saying taking a cruise is wrong because I've taken, my wife and I have taken some cruise. We enjoy the cruise as long as the water's kind of mild, you know. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's fine, you know. It's all right to have fun in life. Matter of fact, some of you need some fun in your life. You need to go fishing. You need to get a, you need to do something. Don't, you go somewhere and just chill out, you know. But, but some folk, their lives is all fun, all work, all play, 
all sports. Then here they come at 70 and 80. Oh, I forgot to do the Lord's work and come up on a walking cane, barely little, barely moving, and Alzheimer's setting in, talking about, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Now, I'm going to tell you something. God is a merciful God. <laughs> and you know what? God will use you with Alzheimer's and on a cane. And he will restore what the locusts have eaten. Do I have a witness here? <laughs> Do I have a witness here? Even if you come late in your season, better late in the season than to miss the whole season. <laughs> Don't miss the whole season. You know, I've never seen those. I've seen those surfers when I was on the coast of the Pacific Ocean, and I don't see them catching a surf right at the banks of the ocean. I see them going out as far as they can. And I sure hope Shamu don't get them. <laughs> and then that, when that big and come, man, I'd be running. And they waiting for that big one. They waiting for that big tide, that big wave. Man, I'm scared of those things. They too big for me. I think I go, I'm going to go under and not come up. But they, but they want that big one. And then they get there and then they catch that wave. And then they, you know what? They ride that wave. And it's so exhilarating and so thrilling and so much fun. And after a while, that wave kind of, that, that wave kind of flushes on out into a ripple. But some of y'all, you get your, your board, your board, what do you call that board? That, your surfboard. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Thank you. A surfboard. And you, you catch it right there where the ripple is. <laughs> <laughs> you get right over the ding, that's it. And then you go to him. That's it. Ding. All you got was a little ripple. And God says, well, you did give me a ripple. <laughs> with all this going on in this world, with, in the midst of pandemic, you got two storms in the gulf? How you get two? All the fires in the West Coast, Pandemic, some, hey, y'all talking about we have problems. There's some countries not only have the virus, but they got the locusts and the virus. And how, what else is coming? If this around us don't motivate us to make the most of our season with a little time. Oh, you, got, you only got, you don't have a whole lot of time. Yo, I'm healthy, I'm all right. No, you don't have, you one step. You know what one step is? That's all you got. If you got that, I don't care who you are, where you serving. I don't care who you connected to, what you got to do, how healthy you think you are. Take vitamin A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. You're going to die. What are you doing with your season? And are you bearing fruit in your season? In your season. Many saints miss their season because of spiritual regression, distractions, and loving the pleasures of this world more than doing the will 
of God. Next, the word of God is so critical to, to evangel- evangelizing because it cleanses us from sin. The word of God cleanses us from sin. The gospel of John chapter 15 verse 3 says, you are already clean because the word which I have spoken to you. You're already clean. Every time you read the word, the word is cleaning you. Listen to this insight. The word of God is a spiritual cleanser. How about that? (laughs) That's, That's what this is saying. That's what it says. The word of God is a spiritual cleanser that purges out sinful residue that lingers in the lives of believers. It's it's a cleanser. The word of God is a spiritual cleanser that purges out the sinful residue that lingers in the lives of believers. The more time you spend in the word, the purer your life is becomes before a holy God. Wow. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on Him and Him alone to uniquely perform His good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. The more time you spend in the Word of the living God, the purer your life becomes before a holy God. You want to be clean. Then you'll have power in your witness. Let me tell you something about the word of God while we use it in the witnessing and evangelization to reach people. The word of God increases our faith. The word of God increases our faith. Luke 17, 5 says, and the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. It's hard to do anything for God when you have a lot of faithless people around you. (laughs) Look how quiet it got. I don't know. I can't see it. Never done that before. Do we really need that? Where's the amen? And how did, how? My wife and I have been walking in this faith together, and I declare... It took a whole lot of faith for us to leave Houston, and leave our jobs, take everything we had, all our assets, all our retirement, took everything to go to a city I never lived in before. She had, but not me, and start all over with two babies. And start all over and believe God to work through us. And then leave that church and start over again and end up in a YMCA building, a little one room, and God take that little small group and begin to grow. And it begins to grow. And we had people who believed God with me, who had vision with me, who had faith with me, who believed that all things are possible. They don't say, why not? Why can't we? And the Lord 
Uh, and the Lord's apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. A faithless people could not be in this building right now. In this side of the building, debt free when we walked in. In this particular building, on this side. It took people to buy land in 1996 when we had way fewer numbers than we had now. Way less money, way less everything. And look how God has walked with us, being our Emmanuel. Romans 10, 17 also says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The believer's faith is increased when they hear and obey the word of God. The believer's faith is increased when we hear and obey the word of God. It takes faith to witness for Christ in an anti-Christ culture. Not, not, you can't build for God. You can't buy anything for God. <laughs> you can't even witness for God without faith. It takes faith to even give to God in the midst of a pandemic. It, it takes faith. Matter of fact, the Bible says in Hebrews, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And Jesus off time told his disciples, and they were seeing all the miracle signs and wonders, and they still didn't get it. And he kept looking at them and saying, Oh, ye of little faith. A faithless church gets very little done for God. I need people who can believe God with me when it don't even make sense. You got it all figured out and you got every eye dotted and every T crossed and you know just how much you got and you got it all figured out. There ain't no faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things, I don't see it. <laughs> I submit to you today, everything is not for you to see. It takes faith to witness for Christ in an anti-Christ culture. You cannot even witness for Christ in an anti-Christ culture without faith in Christ. Next, we receive divine guidance from the word of God. That's why we need uh, the word of God in our witness. We receive divine guidance from the word of God. Psalms 119.105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It lights your path so you can walk in the path of righteousness, which results in gaining blessings along the way. Hear me well. Listen to, listening to the voices of this world system will derail you from the path that God has ordained for you. <laughs> listening to the voices of this world system will derail you from the path that God has ordained for you. Let me tell you something. Don't you let any other voice triumph, trump over the voice of God. Not an influential person in the church, not somebody you think you like, not somebody, not some great celebrity, not some great talk show host. No one should 
No one's voice should supersede the voice of God. He said, well, are, you supposed to, are you supposed to hear the voice of God audibly? God says, go here, render. No, just begin to read the pages of Scripture. Every, when the words speak, God speaks. That's right. And he begins to work through his spirit, and, he, and the Holy Spirit prompts your heart and begins to navigate your heart and unveil some things to you. Listening to the voices of this world system will derail you from the path that God has ordained for you. God has a path marked out for each one of you. God knows where you're supposed to be from your birth to your death. And some of you have short-circuited your destiny because you listen to voices you think so well of until they've taken you off course because what you're saying to them don't make sense. Look how quiet again. You're getting choked on that. How many times have, have, have lives been ruined and shattered because they listened to that wrong voice, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, the world, experts, pundits, allowing the word of God to direct our path will keep us in God's perfect will. I want to do what God tells me to do. Psalms 119, 133a says, direct my steps by your word. If you allow the word of God to direct your steps, you will be in the perfect will of God. Not his permissive will, even better, his perfect will. Listen, next, wisdom comes from the word of God. Wisdom comes from the word of God. Deuteronomy 4, 6 says, keep them and do them for that will be your wisdom. Underline that. Will be your wisdom and your understanding. Underline that. You get wisdom and understanding from the word of God. In the sight of the peoples who, when they hear all these statues, God's word, God's law, will say, look at this, hold, hold it there. Y'all read too fast. Look what it says. Surely this great nation is wise and understanding. Let me just say that again. Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Wow. When you live by the word and do the word of God, you know what people will say of you? You are a great church of God. The, the presence of God is here. Like my wife and I, we got, I got a text two o'clock in the morning from one of the deacons after we got out of the meeting. I mean, I heard, I saw this text early in the morning and he said, pastor, we on holy ground and God is moving in this church two o'clock in the morning. I mean, he texted me. I said, who's this texting me this time of morning? <laughs> but I saw that joy and that excitement of God's moving. The man couldn't sleep because of the move of God, because of miracles. He couldn't sleep. Oh, God woke him up. I don't know what happened. But when God does something, you can't keep it to yourself. So he had to text me two o'clock in the morning. I hope you don't have that everywhere, every, you know. You know. <laughs> oh, people! 
people of God. The word of God imparts wisdom and understanding in the midst of a confused, misdirected, and unholy, corrupt world. When you have wisdom and understanding, it will arrest the attention of people who are watching you and listening to you. You said people watching me? They watching you. They listening to you. They listen to what you're saying and what you're not saying. Some folks sadly get their cue from you and not get it from God. You see, you know what? I looked at that thing and got happy. Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. I, it's my greatest joy when people see a uh, hear about Maranatha. He said, that's a wise and understanding people. When they, when they, Call your family, call your family now, your last name out in, in your family. Just call it as loud as you can. I, whatever you call is a wise and understanding family, a wise and understanding marriage. It's something about them I just don't understand, but I know something. God is at work, and whatever they got, I want some of it. <laughs> That's right. I want some of it. I see God. I see God. I see God. Oh, God. Next, the word of God heals. The word of God heals. Uh, Psalms 107.20 says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Now, it's something big I want to say. You say, well, you say big on everything. Well, it's all, this is all from God. You cannot effectively witness for Christ unless you are spiritually healed yourself. Did you get that? You cannot effectively witness for Christ unless you are spiritually healed yourself. The word of God, when applied, heals your anger. There are people who are angry right now. There are people who are holding a grudge right now. There are people who are bitter. It heals your bitter bitterness. It heals your fear. You, you, you can't witness for Christ being worried, being in depression with suicidal tendencies. Walking around stale and unrevived. You know, you, you, you got to be healed. You got to be healed. He sent forth his word and healed them. You need to write that down. The word of God heals. Heals. Some of y'all got too much stuff in you. That's why you can't be a witness for Christ. Psalms 11950 says, this is my comfort in my affliction. And we're in the midst of affliction now with this plague. For your word has given me life. Right now, you ought to have a whole lot of life. You ought to be sitting there in a little chair, in a little corner. Oh, oh, I hope the fires don't get me. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, hey, you're going to kill yourself. God didn't create you. Listen, trials brings the best out of us and the worst out of us. And I declare some folk is bringing the worst out of us. This thing is really, at the end of the day, revealing your level of faith, your level of spirituality. And it's showing some of y'all you ain't got nothing. 
this is my comfort in my affliction. For your word has given me life. Give me life. I'm so passionate and excited to be standing behind this pulpit declaring the gospel. The more serious things get, things burning, folk pulling down statues, folk acting crazy, world upside down. I say, God, give me more passion to stand. Give me more passion to preach. Give me more energy. Give me more fire. Help me to say it the way you want it said because people, uh, lives are hanging in the balance and I want to see them survive and be victorious in this storm to the glory of God. The value of the word in evangelism. The word of God brings peace. The word of God brings peace. Psalms 119, 165 says, Great peace have those who love your law. And nothing causes them to stumble. The word of God brings peace. Psalms 119, 165 says, great peace have those who love your law and nothing causes them to stumble. Listen, inner turmoil hinders your witness for Christ. You a hot mess, you can't witness. You holding stuff, you mad, you selfish, you jealous, you mean, you honorary. You're judgmental, you're a critiquer, you got the gift of criticism. That's inner turmoil, and it will hinder your witness. God is our ever-present help. He is available to us whenever and wherever we need him. Regrettably, we sometimes take matters into our own hands instead of giving it all to him. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, directly across from the Randolph Air Force Base.